And welcome everybody to a special episode of Gonzo Film Reviews. I'm joined today by one of my favorite YouTubers of all time, um, Alex from Podcast Now. Thank you so How are you much. Doing today? Oh, yeah, th- thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate it. You know, you, you got me with Pirates Three, my favorite movie of all time. I've said that before in videos, but I really appreciate you know you having me on. And, and anytime we can talk about you know film franchise or pirate or you know this specific movie, I'm always in for it. Yeah, it's just it's such a huge part of not just my childhood but also my adulthood now because <laughs> I still love these movies so much. They're special. Yeah. Yeah. Same for me. I mean, I I started when I was just a kid. I didn't even watch one in theaters and it's just, you know, it's continue. I think that that's what makes uh, Johnny Depp over there. Pretty special. Yeah. I was introduced to him with um, DVR. My my mom, (laughs) it was one of the first introductions of DVR. Uh, One of the first things she recorded with uh, Dish Network (laughs) satellite was um, the first one. And I watched it religiously with my sister (laughs) when I was little. And, um, yeah, it was that and Finding Neverland. They both just <laughs> opened my eyes and know, like, how, how much soul he brings to, to his characters. And um, hearing about all the things that he would do for people behind the scenes on set was just, like, really special, too. He would always take care of even the smallest people. Oh, yeah. And it's such a – it's everything about this series, I think, is just rare. Like, it's rare that you have this production value. It's rare that you have so much practical sets. Like they built entire pirate ships for this. <laughs> and it's rare that you have people on set who aren't, you know, divas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, what they did with this film. And, and that makes it kind of almost like bittersweet. You know, the four and five obviously have it. It's fans and, it, and it's, and it's critics and it's haters. And I, those are probably two separate groups because there are, are legitimate problems, but that trilogy, mm-hmm. I mean, you can never, you can never do it again. You could argue, you know, could you ever give him a proper set? I, mean, I, I want him back for a six. Uh, I doubt that ever happens. But, you know, could you yeah. ever even match three? At this point, three was just such a perfect send off for literally everybody, including him, Jack. And, you know, then you continue it with four and five. And now you're up again where it's like, well, we didn't give him this send off. Right. But that send off was tremendous so you know you can never and three specifically you know for this movie what they did in three still holds up today whether it's the cg or the the fights or you know it, it's such an incredible they they did avengers before avengers uh you know dead man uh, dead man's chest is literally infinity war it's going after yeah. you know a specific item they're both sides are racing for it um and you could argue three is is kind of like the end game of pirates and i i think it's better you know i, I like it better I definitely agree. Yeah, they they had so much heart and soul in them too, and so much hilarious comedy. And mm-hmm. they really brought everything together. The writers did an incredible job. Like hearing about their deadlines oh, yeah. and how quickly they had to make sequels to something they never wanted sequels to mm-hmm. was crazy because they managed to tie in so many things together uh, to make everything connect. Like the sword that Will makes in the first one ends up being what what is driven through his heart that kills him in the third one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the people that you meet in number one, they come back in, in amazing ways in number three, like everything tied together yeah. and so many things that you learned about turned out to not just be throwaway little um, pieces of lore. They turned out to be direct um, props in the third one, like his medallion on his bandana, Jack. Yeah. Turned out to be his piece of eight. He was a pirate lord. Yeah, You know, yeah. the wooden eye was... Uh, Barbosa's piece of eight. It's just 
it's crazy how many things they managed to tie together. Right. And I love how they elected Elizabeth to be the king of the pirates. It's mm-hmm. just, it was such a perfect culmination of her arc from, you know, scared, rich, spo- almost spoiled um, daughter of a governor to um, fending for herself and literally taking over the, um, the politics of the pirates and it was just so cool to see yeah everybody have their own journey and it was done right you know i I don't know you know not to get too controversial but like nowadays you know in terms of race swapping or gender swap and doing it purposely for that reason i'm not saying it's not i'm not saying you know you can never do it but when you do it for an agenda right hollywood are doing it for an agenda like you'd think that you would go back to or more people would and, and i think you and i probably have like you go back to three, like that's how you do Elizabeth, right? That's how you do her where it's, yeah, there's an arc, a, a very clear arc. She is not perfect. She, she literally kills our hero. You know what I mean? It's like she goes oh, yeah. through ev- and she becomes, like you said, she literally is like the most, well, in three, she is the most important person. In my opinion, you know, she's the most, she is the main character. I've always said that uh, Elizabeth, that's her movie. So it's, in, it's insane, you know, how they managed to pull that off and create a character that I don't think was super liked you know in one and two i think she was probably the least liked of the three uh you know will uh jack and her and then she becomes and she does it organically like she becomes you know nowadays she'd become the pirate king just because she's a girl right and we need to prop that up but yeah the story but, starts off with that right that's <laughs> the point now but but back then it was no uh, this makes complete sense you understand it she was with sal fang you know when he like all of this stuff like it makes total sense that this this happened so yeah, they, and like you said, things organically, ha- all of that. She organically went there, uh, the pieces of eight. Like, they didn't have to do that, and I'm sure they did not plan that, you know, when they introduced these things in one. But, yeah, they mm-hmm. they, at, they got big. The world got big. The lore got bigger. They started to establish themselves as a franchise. But a very organ, you know, for as, like, messed up as Jack Sparrow is, you think of him as the lead, like, it was very organized. It was an organized, big universe that they created even in four and five, I would argue that things are pretty tight in the pirates lore. You know what I mean? It, it's, and that's a testament to them because you look at Marvel now and things aren't lining up, right? Things aren't working. Uh, and that's going to happen when you make 50 movies, you know, when you make so many movies and shows and stuff, but pirates nailed it, especially back then for three. Yeah, it was, it was gorgeous. And I think that there's a huge disconnect now because you'll have them people like Kathleen Kennedy starting at that point. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they have the ambitions of a character like Elizabeth. And I, I find it ironic that when you have these male writers, the team of male writers, a male director, um, you right. know, a lot They're of producers that are male. Yeah. yeah. They created probably the most inspiring female character in an action movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. But then you have these women coming in saying, you know, like <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy, saying like women should be in charge of things like directing and everything. And I say, that's great. I agree with that. Like there should be opportunities for everybody, mm-hmm. but then they get that one in a million, you know, chance they get that, that opportunity of a lifetime and they blow it. You know, they make Ray <laughs> and they, <laughs> they, they make, they like make a... Mar- or Margot Robbie's version as we've heard her say, right. That we're finally going to see strong females in pirates of the Caribbean. Have you not watched the movies? Ugh. Obviously no, because Elizabeth is the main character of three. 
she's very strong. She never was really weak, I'd argue, even in one. Um, no, she never was. She you know, she held her own against undead pirates. Yeah, uh, four had Angelica. Well, I'm not a fan of Angelica. She was equally as important in four but, as Jack yeah, was. But she does still prove your point. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and and Karina in five is is actually my favorite character besides Barbosa. She is the main, she, she's the main character and she's the best character in five. So yeah, I, I don't understand what. I like Margot Robbie as an actress, but as mm-hmm. a you know speaker, you know, uh, I don't think it's going to work out very well. But yeah, it's, it, but all those things right are a testament to how how much they nailed. You know, because you look at four, even you look at four and you look at five, and you say, wow, like this is not one through three. It's not three in particular. Even if uh, four, five, six, or right, if they made a six, I don't know if you'd ever. Even back then, you know, twenty seventeen, five comes out. I don't know if you could ever make a six that would even come close to a three and maybe they were trying because they do bring back, you know, Will Elizabeth and Davy Jones. So they were trying to do three again, um, which is not a bad idea, but because as you know, you and I talked about off camera um, or off air, you know, the critics, while the critics hated three, I think it's a, a much loved. Um, I think one probably unanimous. I, I, I don't, I actually prefer three over any of them, but I think yeah. overall three is probably the second favorite besides one. I'd argue from like the vast majority of people. That's what I've seen too. Um, I see people really loving two and three as one unit. Yeah, yeah. I've I've noticed a lot of people because they were shot back to back, and that was my experience too as a kid. Mm-hmm. I saw two in two thousand six, and I was just blown away. <laughs> but I was also just traumatized yeah. <laughs> because of oh, the yeah. ending. Well, did you and... did you think they were gonna like? Were you question? Because I was questioning. I saw it at a drive-in. Okay, I was at a drive-in, Ooh. and I was like, "When are, is Davy Jones gonna fight?" He's like, he wasn't, and I was like, are they going to, like, what happens? And then, like, yeah, the ending happens. I was, and I was so young. We were, we're maybe this, I don't even know how old you are, but we're probably the same age or close. I was like, well, are they going to solve this in the third one? I, and I didn't know it was back to back. I didn't know there was going to be one the next year. And I saw the trailer yeah. and you know, the trailer for three is one of my favorite memories, literally of all time for anything, not entertainment, just watching it on the dial up, you know, on the computer and when the camera spins when Jack and Davy Jones are fighting on the Flying Dutchman, I mean, that's one of the coolest scenes in any movie. But also that in the trailer, it was like, well, we finally freaking get it. You know, what I mean, it's Davy Jones. I just loved him so much in two. And then seeing in the trailer for three that they were going to have some sort of sword fight. I was like, oh, my. Like, I remember watch. I, I bookmarked it. You know, I saved it. And I would watch that trailer literally every day for three. Yeah, his his art, Davy Jones, was it was so powerful because you could just see how far he was getting pushed mm-hmm. and it was, it, it did finally get to the point where he was drawing swords and <laughs> trying to kill mortals. It just, he was just so done yep. and his, his Kraken was killed in the third one. We didn't even see that on screen. Yep. Like that's how, um, that's how influential Beckett was. Cause he just basically said, kill it and <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gone. We don't, we don't see a giant battle where it fights for its life. No, it just flops up on a beach and dies. Yep. And then you get that, uh, philosophical <laughs> discussion between Barbosa and Jack where oh, Barbosa was yeah. saying, oh, good. you know, like, are you still thinking of running? You yep. know, this problem with being the last of anything is that, you know, once you're gone, that's it. Yeah. Oh my and God. I mean, there's Jack just so saying, many of those you know, lines. Yeah. That, I mean, that in particular and, and, and the world shrinking and all that kind of, um, you know, lingo that they were using too, uh, like the last of the pirates. I mean, every scene in three is so special. 
And, and yeah. I think it works away from two, but I do agree. I mean, they're, they're companion pieces. I, I think two needs three more than three needs two, personally. Very but, true. You know what Very I mean? True. But, and that's just, maybe that's just because of the grand you know feel of three but they they definitely belong together and no you're right i mean the the kraken thing i i i remember and it it's such a weird and like it's a special thing it's a good thing when like they say it and you almost don't even think like oh shoot i would have liked to see like maybe you do but like it's just so pow- like you said so powerful so like it just makes a point for davy jones where you don't even question it you don't say like oh man like i'm gonna dock points because i didn't see this kraken fight it's like no this is what happened. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, you're his servant. Uh, not really even your fault. Like, this stuff is all just happening to you. Davy Jones is really the victim here in two and three. Uh, started yeah, because um, Norrington Jack. stole his, his heart. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and really, and I've always said this, right? He just was collecting his debt. Now, yes, he, he over time became a heartless individual, right? But he makes deals with everybody. So like the deal with Jack, it was Jack's fault. <laughs> you know, ultimately, you know what I mean? Ultimately he was collecting his debt. He gave Jack the parole and he said, you know, in this time period, I'm coming back for you or, you know, I'm going to take it back. And, uh, and Jack didn't want that. And of course we understand and agree with the protagonist, but that's what they, so really, I mean, you know what I mean? That, that kind of starts the whole thing. And really immediately Davy Jones is the, the the villain, but he you understand the whole time you understand his character, even the beginning, even that it's like he's just collecting a debt that you very clearly see. Yes, he's cruel and he makes these debts kind of unfairly, but that's what he does. And and you agreed to it. You agreed to the parole. So he's just coming to collect. And, and, and so it's your fault. Yeah, and I love the history that he has with Davy Jones. It goes all the way back to his childhood and. Mm-hmm. There are books about the young life of Jack Sparrow yeah. and the writers, um, Ted Elliott and Terry Rosie in their audio commentary for Dead Man's Chest. They, they did a really great job of explaining um, the reason that Davy Jones is so obsessed with Jack's soul. And the reason that he says, you know, when Jack says, you know, we, we've established that me trying to trade will for my soul is sound in principle. So now we're just haggling over the price. They said <laughs> that the reason that Davy Jones said 100 souls in three days was because he just wants Jack. He doesn't give a, a, a damn if there is an equal payment. He just wants to get back at Jack for whatever Jack did to spite him in his childhood. Yeah. And it's he's it's really funny, too, because he's a debt collector, but he's really harassing one patron, <laughs> this one guy. Yeah. He's really trying to get that dude's soul. And it's, it's really funny because he does neglect his duty. He doesn't ferry the souls, right. and he turns into a monster, and he just tries to collect people to serve on his ship rather than take them from the land of the living to the dead if they right. died at sea but even and that so, has its reasoning yeah. that you see in three right even that has its backing of his his heart was broken you know his heart yeah because one of the one of the most powerful person in this universe uh to an extent calypso mm-hmm. another one of the spectacularly written female characters um, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. they were working on <laughs> yeah uh, uh maybe you should watch margo <clears throat> um <laughs> she yeah she ruined him and it, it was really I don't mean to tie into real world events too much, but it did kind of have a Will Smith, Jada Pinkett kind of vibe. Like she would just, <laughs> she would tell him to be somewhere. He would go there like a puppy and then she wouldn't show up, you yeah. know, <laughs> and yeah. he would get mad and take it out on other people. Like and, and, you, so but, like, and you yeah. also kind of understood her too, where she's like, it's just the way she, and she, you know, that's basically her explanation, right? It's just the way it yeah. is. It's the way that I am. And I'm and benevolent. You, you know what I mean? And we fell in love with each other. You fell in love with me. And that that's just the way it is. And it broke, it broke him, uh, man. 
a prequel, a prequel pirates movie or show Disney plus series with Davy Jones as a human for, you know, brethren court locking her up. That would be, that would be so good. I, I don't, no, you know who needs to hear that you know to make it happen but it's an easy idea we already have the backing for it uh or like the basis of you know what happened um you just have to get there so you know so everything has its has its purpose in this davy jones you know we talked about elizabeth davy jones is in my opinion the best villain ever created um maybe darth vader but, but, but maybe besides that i mean he's just so perfect where you understand him the idea of love is so powerful. The heart, right? That uh, it's, I mean, it's like a universal concept. So it works. And, I, and I've seen like essay series on YouTube where people kind of say like, they almost accidentally did this to themselves where it's like, they wrote this character. It's a pretty simple concept. The idea of love and betrayal and all this stuff. And it just works so well that it was almost an, you know, I mean, an accident that you write it like this and you just have to kind of fill in the, the blanks and they did. And that's all you have to do. And then you've written really a perfect villain a per- and a perfect character yeah and it's um it fit will like a glove because it was so interesting to see how his attitude and his his lines changed once he became the next captain of the dutchman because he suddenly had this huge shift in characterization that it made sense but it was still really profound where he was suddenly you know, he put his heart into the same chest and he gave it to Elizabeth and he was saying things like, you know, it's all, he said the exact same words as David Jones. It's like, it's always belonged to you yep. and will you keep it safe? And she actually does. Um, <laughs> unlike Calypso, unlike, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's just, it's amazing to see what it was supposed to be because right. Calypso wanted someone to do a job and, you know, her personal issues got in the way of that. David Jones's issues got in the way, but it's so wholesome to see a couple doing it right you know will doing the actual job and elizabeth protecting his um his heart from anybody who would try to take his place and just for the immortality aspect yeah and 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 that was another thing in pirates like that there are two beautiful things in the third one one is the reason that david jones is such a great antagonist is that when you have protagonists and antagonists that are all or mostly pirates it's an an amazing chance for the greatest conflicts because yeah, like you said, sometimes it's the protagonist's fault that they're even in the situation. Mm -hmm. They struck a deal with the devil. And so you can't necessarily blame the antagonist half the time. Right. And then the other thing is the, uh, the themes of the third one were just crazy. You had uh, love and then Hans Zimmer created that beautiful score because he was inspired by the theme. And that's where that amazing uh, violin piece came in that you would hear a bunch of times through the film, especially with the Will and Elizabeth scenes. Mm-hmm. And um, there was the immortality theme where Jack was struggling with the idea yeah. of like, I want to live forever. I want to be, you know, oh, immortal. Like but do I, I want it forgot. that way? Like, again, like everything is so perfect. Yeah, that that wasn't like that was a big theme, but I wouldn't even say that was like the biggest one. And yet think about how, you know, how perfect of a theme that is this guy, this guy who is larger than life. Now, I think they played that into the monologue he had at the end of four a little bit more, uh, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like his, his longevity. But it really, I think, started in three. Yeah, where it's like you're living forever. Like, what does that really mean? Do I want to do it? You know, and, and my guy and, you know, struggling and somebody like a Jack Sparrow, you know, struggling with that as it's happening all around him. And he's seeing examples, different examples of how it plays out. Like it's it's just insane that that was kind of 
his internal theme and, and, and the movies in general, but it wasn't even the only one. <laughs> that was one of many themes yeah. happening throughout the whole film. I think there's a little bit of a 4D aspect to that as well. I read between the lines and I kind of think that the the crew kind of started understanding that what they created was um, with Johnny was such a huge right. impact. He, he, he kept getting voted through the 2000s as the most influential or the most liked action character yeah um he was up there with indiana jones and luke skywalker and obi-wan and mm-hmm. all these other characters and it was just it was crazy you know james bond he was topping bond <laughs> and w- once they realized that i think that's when a lot of those 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 sessions came out in the writing because they were probably thinking things like you know he he will live forever but he can never really be recast like right. nobody can be jack except for johnny so it's like i think they were kind of almost monologuing in a sense where they Uh were saying like we created we all created especially johnny but we all kind of had a part in creating something culturally significant that's never going to die and you know we can never really recast him or do it again so how can we make him live forever (laughs) in a way and he he was manifesting that struggle in the film by saying do I want to stab his heart and be bound to this stupid ship and be immortal? Or do I want to try to find another way? And he found another way. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. four, but yeah. Yeah. That's it was the, just, it was so it, profound. It was spoken more in four or even like, uh, it's not so much, much the destination so much as is the journey. I think he said that in four, uh, you know, yeah. a lot more spoken in four than three, but three was more of, you know, internalized the idea of a heart and the idea, you know, of, of servitude and all that stuff like that you know, it was a little bit more hidden and, and, and I think it was better, you know, because of that, but um, it's just so special. And it, and it reminds you, you know, when you're going back to watch this, you're like, you guys did it. You know, you, you did make something, you made a film franchise uh, like or hate two through five, really. Right. Because everybody, you know, people have problems here and there with, uh, with everything besides one, I guess, but you made something that'll always, you know, be special to people that always live up. Uh, Jack Sparrow is, you know, an equivalent to, like you said, those kind of, those, those characters. I mean, he just, he just is that important to people. Yeah. And the philosophy at the end of four was amazing because he was, he was coming to the realization that he doesn't need to physically, right. you know, live forever. And his dad kind of said something in the third one about that. You know, yeah. it's, it's not just about living forever. It's living with yourself yeah, forever. That's a great at the end of the fourth one, he came to, I think his biggest conclusion uh, of the whole series after, building up over time was that you know uh every morsel of your infinite being is just alive to the infinite mystery of everything when (laughs) you don't know whether you're going to live or die in the next minute the next hour or day and it made life more exciting for him right and you know he was saying like who who is to say i won't live forever now i'm the discoverer of the fountain of youth (laughs) i am the man who helped defeat davy jones i defeated the east india training company and saved you know, piracy for a few more years. You know, I just, <laughs> I kept freedom alive for uh, just a little longer. And, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool to see all that come, come to a natural fruition. And it's, it's just a lie to say that these are just random movies and, oh, I can't believe there's another one. It's a, it's a theme park. You know, it's like they, the people who say things like that, the, the surface level criticisms, they don't really, they didn't watch the films at all. They didn't listen to the characters. They didn't see the story progressing from one to to, uh, to five. Right. Yeah. And then three is such an important. That's why, you know, we, we said, I don't understand how three has such a low 
rating. Uh, it'll always be my favorite. It always has been my favorite ever since I watched it. And, and, and I get it. It's big. And I remember, I saw if it was 15 years ago, right? Because we were 15. So I was 10 yep. turning 11. I was about to turn 11. And I had no idea what was going on. I will be, I'll be very honest. Like I had no, he was striking deals. I remember when he was talking with Beckett with that whole thing where he basically he was just going to lead him, you know, he was uh, swapping his place, right. Or swapping somebody else's place in terms of being that, that guy or swapping Will's place. And yeah. I, I just remember having no clue like at that point that, and that was a great speech and, you know, and obviously the deleted scene with the um, what men aren't cargo, right. That, that line, I mean, that's, oh, yeah. that line should have been in that film. Um, but, 100%. That, but that scene was still so good. And I remember, you know, laughing and then he goes up and shoots the can and all that stuff. And it's fun. But I just remember sitting there, 10 year old self and saying, I have no idea what's happening. And then, you know, they're meeting on the island with with the three of them and, and three of you know Jack and his crew. And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> like, I don't I don't get what's happening. But I, I just I had so much fun and I got it enough. And, you know, and I and the ending, I mean, the last, what, 40 minutes are a fight sequence. I mean, I, again, the CG still holds up. And also, when do you see a movie have like 30 plus minutes of just nonstop fighting? Like, you know, they did it in two, even with the, the sword fight on the island with the chest. And that was spectacular. And then they said, well, how can we do that times a thousand? Well, let's do up is down first. You know, let's do Singapore, which both of those, you know, are insane uh, by themselves. Or I guess the Kraken fight, too, is amazing. And, too. Yeah, there's a lot of practice. You know what I mean, but then it's. Too. Then it's like, well, how do you top everything? How do you top everything we've ever done? Well, let's have a 35 minutes. They want to see Davy Jones. I, mean, I assume they thought that, you know, Davy Jones needs to fight. We need to see the Flying Dutchman be very powerful and strong. Let's have the top two ships here, Black Pearl, Flying Dutchman. Let's have them go at it for, like, let's have it pour rain. You know, it's just not going to stop. It's going to just be nonstop fighting. There's all these different groups. We're going to have different. You know, Will and Elizabeth are doing their thing. Barbosa, Jack's going to be fighting Davy Jones. Then we're going to continue that, and he'll, Davy Jones will pay, basically fight everybody. It's like, oh my! And let's just have that be the last forty minutes of the movie, and we'll have emotion. We're going to kill some people off. We're going to change the dynamic of Will and Elizabeth's relationship forever. We're going to say goodbye to all of these characters in a perfect way, uh, and maybe it's forever. Maybe we'll, you know, maybe not. Uh, I don't know if their mindset was to make a four, but. I mean, just everything worked the whole movie, but everything worked in those last 40 minutes. Yeah, it was incredible. And it, it wasn't just mindless. No um, yeah, yeah. armies smashing into each other. They were all desperately mm -hmm. in a very animalistic and I guess you could say like a feral scrum for right. something very specific. It's the fight to the last thing you know what i mean like this is the final it's not a cg you know and marvel gets a lot of flack for that nowadays just cg armies you know dying or fighting cg armies like no yeah this is this is david yeah. jones on his last stand really and again that's why it would make david jones so powerful not just from a character and you watch but also from like uh to make a movie work when the chest is not in his possession you get that he's very you know what i mean like things are not okay so if he doesn't have his heart and he doesn't know where it is or somebody he doesn't like has it, things are going to be elevated. Like, everything's going to be elevated. So he's he's fighting for his life because Jack has his heart, and you know what Jack's going to do in this situation eventually. So you can't let him go, and this is the fight. Beckett has eliminated all of these pirates. They're hanging them, you know, all of this stuff, and this is the last group. They've assembled the Brethren Court, 
and, and we're going to eliminate all of you. So they are fighting for their survival. And the East India Trading Company is fighting for, you know, uh, I guess to control everything. And they have Davy Jones and Davy Jones has to go on. But Davy Jones wants the heart back so he can kind of peace out and get away from all of it, really. Right. And like everything just wore all of their motivations make complete sense. It's a fight for their life. Yeah, everything, feel, like you said, like raw. Everything feels very raw. Everybody's fight. Elizabeth, when she's fighting, she fights very sloppy against Davy Jones. Very sloppy. But she's it's just kind of buying time. She's just trying to distract him. So you, you have to fight like that. Uh, and he wins. You know what I mean? So it's it's just crazy how it all worked. Yeah, and there's um, it's fights with stakes. There, mm-hmm. there was always stakes in every single fight in this whole series. From the very first one between Will and Jack all the way up to the, the last ones there was always stakes and i feel like most other movies especially superhero ones they don't really have any because they're just punching each other <laughs> you know they're they're just punching each other for a while um and eventually somebody's gonna lock somebody in a cage and then they'll break out of that cage and come back in the sequel or whatever right but you know this these fights they they were all very mortal most people in this thing besides some of the antagonists were mortal mm-hmm. and they had very high stakes and it was brilliantly shown in the in, throughout the third one after up is down. Once Jack brings them back to the land of living and they all point pistols at each other. <laughs> it's showing how scared he is to come and face Davy Jones. And it makes sense. He doesn't want to form uh, the, he doesn't want to have to form the, uh, the pirates. He doesn't want to have to fight Davy Jones, but then, you know, once he realizes there's no other course, he, he'll do it and right. he'll pull the trigger on that. And I think that was a, a huge scene was when they got back and they all had to decide where to go from there because you know some some had their agendas and others had different ones and jack and david jones both just want to peace out and be free (laughs) and left alone but everybody else they want to politically control the climate uh in this case it's the seas and you know so the the main figureheads of the pirates and the east india trading company were they're on a head 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 on collision and so the wild cards and the jokers, they all didn't want to be involved, but they had to be. And that's what made it so fun because it wasn't just, you know, oh, the Imperials versus the Rebels smash the toys together to see who wins. It was throw in these wild cards because we got pirates so we can have all sorts of self-serving guys like Jack and Davey and um, the Pintel and Rigetti <laughs> um, narrating the whole thing. They were amazing. I don't think we're ever going to see guys as perfect as them. No, no. And then, you know, the, the whole talk with them of coming back for four and one of them, I think, wanted to do it right. And then there were scheduling conflicts. I mean, there's been just so much stuff with those two. There's such I mean, you can go down the cast and, you know, you talk about Davy Jones, talk about Elizabeth. Jack is the best version. I've always said that this is the best version of Jack Sparrow in any yeah. of the four. Four is number two, in my opinion, um, because he's really good in four because he's in it so much. But this mm-hmm. one is. Like you said, just kind of subtle things where it's like, yeah, he's terrified. He's scared. He he just died. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and he and he's af- they're afraid of Davy Jones and that and that's another thing you have to do in in movies or in games, right? You have to have the protagonist fear the antagonist. Otherwise, why should we? If if they're not afraid of them, why should we be afraid of them? And Jack is terrified of him, so he does not. And you know, and it's in his nature to run away. That's the whole point, you know. And he always yep. runs. Away. He runs away. We must everybody. fight. To run yeah, away. To run away. And, and and that's a perfect I mean, that's again, like that's his character from one. And they somehow, you know, I mean, they somehow made that line from it. He always runs. He never wants to pick a fight. 
he'll fight kind of to defend himself and to get away ultimately. And that's kind of it. He never really fights for like supremacy or, you know, you're never going to really see him like raiding another ship. That's not, you know, I mean, that's not who he is. Uh, and they play again, like that's, you know, we, we said the, the men aren't cargo. I mean, there's so many good Jack things where it's like, he, he is a good guy. He's a, he's a fundamentally good guy who does not want that kind of stuff. He, he's not going to imprison people. He's not going to be part of slavery. Um, and he, you know, he just wants to, he just wants this stuff to end or, you know, he'll just leave it all together. And that's what he's tried to do for two and for three. Um, and, and yeah. And then, like you said, Pintel and Rigetti, I mean, my dear God, you know, in terms of side characters, it doesn't really get better than these characters that you again, also understand their motivations and, and, and they're kind of in the middle, but you really like them. They just come across as very likable and, 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 you know, they got to fight a little bit. They got a little time, uh, you know, in terms of action, which I was glad to see, you know, in two and, and yeah, they're just, I wish they could have brought them back. Uh, you know, they found a way to bring some of them back for, for five, but them coming back would have been pretty special. Yeah. They, they had the greatest monologues and arguments, um, Oh, yeah. In the second one, they're they're arguing about religion. <laughs> he's like, I think divine providence escaped us from jail. And then he's like, you know, you can't even read. <laughs> he's like, it's the Bible. You get credit for trying. <laughs> and they just start squabbling over the, the the moral implications of of a man who tries to read the Bible, or is he faking it and therefore <laughs> committing a sin? You know, it's just right. why would these guys care about that? It's so funny. And then you know, when they're all fighting at the end of the second one. They they catch us up. So for for me, I completely identify with you on that. I was these movies are very complex, yeah, and they're not written in modern English a lot of the time because they were from hundreds of years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was lost a lot of the time too. But when I rewatched them on DVD and everything as a kid, I got it because those two Pintel and Rigetti were standing there, and they would they would eventually chime in and help me help us yeah. out. They'd be like. Norrington's in it for himself. See, I think he's trying to regain a bit of honor, and then Jack's trying to get away, obviously. And then <laughs> Will's trying to, you know, save his twice cursed pirate father. <laughs> you know, it's just like stuff like that. It was just so it was so funny to watch them. And then, you know, when the rain is happening, the giant battle at the end of three, they're like, you know, on top of everything, it's raining. And then they're like, that's a bad sign, you know, because because nothing else has been a bad sign, but the rain, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, no, they're they're just incredible. They are. They're special. And, and you're right. They, they narrate some of the tougher things. They try to break it down. Uh, you, you, like even the brother in court, the brother in court's kind of hard to follow too. a lot of stuff's happening again. Yeah. It's not perfect English. It, it's kind of, and a lot of these characters mumble, you know, quite a bit. Uh, Jack is not speaking English for part of his monologue in that as well. <laughs> and it's like, what is, what are they saying? What's going on? But yeah, these characters really help. And, and again, it's a movie that stands both. You, you don't really have to have a clue what's going on, and it's just going to be immense fun. And there and there's also going to be emotion. I, I can't imagine you get through without some sort of emotion and some of the best fights you've, you've ever seen in cinema. Uh, so all that stuff happens if you have no idea what's going on. And, of course, Jack Sparrow, and, and he can carry anything. And, if you're, you know, you're going to watch something just for Jack, and as mm-hmm. they as they found out. And then, uh, and then if you do understand it, then there's – the lore, really, everything else is the lore, right? Everything it gets built, and it's just so good. Again, especially compared to modern day, I, I mean, it's it's not even close, to be honest with you, in my opinion. How how good Pirates was at doing all of that stuff compared to what you said, you know, people try to do now. They want to be pirates. They're not going to admit that, 
they want to be pirates and uh but they don't know how to start they don't know how to get there in my opinion to be a little mean <laughs> a lot of people nowadays don't have the talent they don't have the the writers are not nearly as talented the directors don't have that same vision you know as gore did um stuff like that i mean that stuff is not present nowadays even even it's not present as much in four and five in pirates four and five because that was kind of unnecessary those movies were a little unnecessary they just wanted to keep them going i get it and i will gladly take more with with johnny right uh, i'll gladly take more with johnny depp but at least to send him off and then you could do spinoffs but you know it ended at three it really one through three you know however they planned it was perfect in terms of how it can go yeah gore thought that three was all he was going to get so he really did give it such a perfect finish and the finality of it really felt like um you could connect to and identify with the characters inside because it was the end of an era for them mm-hmm. uh, the golden age of piracy was ending and we're starting to get into the age of um imperialism and uh, big giant strong navies and the americans are going to have their revolution and they're going to become a superpower and they're going to dominate the atlantic and the pacific mm-hmm. so then you know throughout the years with that happening the piracy just died and they all got hanged and murdered <laughs> and they really became um incredibly rare and now these days there's only like three or four because <laughs> satellite and and the oh there's no way you can keep up with the governments of today right. in terms of uh, naval warfare so it's just it was the end of an era for them and he made it an end of an era for us because he gave us i think he probably even knew in the back of his mind he said this is going to be the best pirate movie ever made <laughs> and i doubt anybody will be able to top it and so far they haven't nobody's right. top three <laughs> Nobody's topped one or two either. Either they want one through three, and then I would all argue also most of four is just a perfect uh, book. You know, the yeah. fifth one has its its faults and it has its advantages, but I think the fifth one suffered heavily under the new writer and um, the directors. There were they were really collaborating with Jerry Bruckheimer, I think, for set pieces on five. Yeah. They wanted it to feel like the ride, and I think that's where everybody didn't want it to go. Everybody wanted this thing to be its own universe and story. And anytime critics said, Oh, it's based on a theme park ride. We all groaned and rolled our eyes because it was, it's more than that. But then with yeah. the fifth one, they finally did kind of prove, yeah, we just kind of want to throw Jack Sparrow in there and not have him say anything of real substance, just kind of have him make noises. Well, and they, yeah. And they, they changed scream. The, the, He changed the character for, for five. I, I really, and watching this Johnny Up trial, I'm I'm actually very confused specifically on pirates because I knew I knew this, but you know, he went more into detail how much he changes characters, right? So he gets Jack and he'll rewrite lines and stuff. It's like, man, I know he was going through a good amount of stuff, you know, when filming Pirates Five. Oh I will, yeah. I, I will not blame him, but I don't think his head was there either because if, if he wrote Jack like that or he helped write Jack like that, it's his fault too. Um I I will not fault him, you know, because of the the other stuff going yeah on. whatever his ex-wife was doing to him was yeah. it was beyond his control and he he had to go back to the states to get his his finger surgically repaired after yeah, you know funny. vodka bottles were thrown at him so i understand that he wasn't fully there in, in it but uh, some of the things he did rewrite were really my favorite parts because he wrote in um uncle jack because keith richards wasn't available so oh, he yeah. spent one night in his trailer with um, Paul McCartney. And then the next day, McCartney said that he went on set and he was shocked because Johnny had typed up on a little typewriter everything that they had had oh, kind of 
played off of each other. That's where that whole scene came from. I didn't know that. With, That's great. Yeah, yeah. McCartney uh, was saying in an interview that um, he he typed the they're up their their jokes and their skits that they were playing out for um, ideas, and he made a little scene. And so he had his great additions, but yeah, yeah. they were just. I feel like the writer of uh, Jeff Nathanson just kind of missed the point of the series, and yeah. uh, he didn't understand that Jack is supposed to be a philosophical mouthpiece. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he just kind of made him just this scared guy who's just screaming and running away and, and saying, a, like, and a drunk, a true drunk. Honestly, yeah. Say, he just said what was in front of him. He sounded like you know um, a, a drunk uncle. He's like, oh, shark. Um, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. Oh my god. Ship. Uh, darkness. Am. Um, you know, sword, you know, he just said what was in front of him and yep. he, or he would wake up and say spaghetti wolves, like what on earth, <laughs> you know, know, it just, it wasn't Jack, but I understand that. Uh, th- I think that's why he wants to do a sixth one so badly because he, I think he wants to be able to create, you know, to not create, he wants to be able to faithfully give the character one last go or one or two last goes, um, yeah. because I don't think he was fully pleased with the way that five turned out and i don't blame him it, it's, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't it wasn't ideal but one through four for me were just oh they were so beautiful and i'm never gonna have a bad memory thinking about the times that i went to theater to see two through four and yeah i'm never gonna you know i'm never gonna stop digging into the deleted scenes and seeing <laughs> all the extra fun pieces and watching the behind the scenes videos of how they built entire pirate ships i know for yeah, the... one through four they they didn't do that for five uh, they did no. green screen and it's just it's not the same yep yeah i mean i i, I remember being in the theater for th- i think i watched i had to watch three uh, a couple times five was my max i watched five probably in theaters five or six times just because i was mm-hmm. older and was able to do it more so i didn't watch three all that many times but three is my most watched of in general of any of them um like there was a time i would watch it at least twice a year and that for me it sounds because i know people you know from covering other stuff on on the channel there's people i know that have watched like scream the scream franchise they'll watch scream like weekly it's like i don't think i I don't think i could do that for any movie ever like it's just not who i am i i respect it but i just could never so for me when i say two or three times a year that's 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 a lot uh you know so i i would do that for pirates three in particular sometimes i'd have marathons sometimes i would just watch two and three like i said i could just watch three i i really don't need to watch two uh if i if i only have three hours and not five (laughs) you know i can just uh pick up at three and from beginning to end, I mean, it's, oh my, it's just got the Singapore and then it goes when, when Tia Dom is talking about Davy Jones, right? Like the devil of the sea. And then you see the ship come up and the music, his theme that's playing in the background. It's oh, just, it's, it, like, oh, it gives it's me amazing. chills. It's chill. Yeah. And then he's playing on the piano and he's depressed. It's like, oh, like from beginning to end, I, I don't get the hate. I really, I, I, I always try to see all sides of stuff and, and I get people that, you know, I respect people that don't like stuff I like or like stuff I don't like, but I just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I, I've always liked three more than one. And, and, and I guess one is kind of just so pure, but like, I don't know. Jack is better in my opinion in three than he is in one. Davy Jones is much better than Barbosa as a villain. Barbosa has mm-hmm. become one of what would you like? One of the best characters in the whole franchise, I think. Uh, Definitely. And, and three really helped. Three really helps Barbosa, obviously, because if you don't have him for that, even but in four and five, he freaking crushed it as well. But I mean, just everything in three is so it is big, it is confusing. 
uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's got all the hallmarks you'd want strong female, you know, uh, action, emotion. It makes sense. Uh, you may have to watch it more than once, I guess, but it makes sense. I, I really don't get what the gripe with, with, I, I think, you know, to what you said earlier, it's weird because I've seen what you've said with critics, but I also think critics liked one because of the more simplistic approach. And then as it got too big and it started to expand its lore, critics really docked it where it's like, it should go back to one. And in a way I get it. Like as you get bigger, it gets a little messier, but also they don't hold the same standards for Marvel or DC, right. Stuff like that. But yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I, I like it more. I mean, if you're going to make it a franchise, you have to do it. And I think because they made it now, maybe you didn't have to make two and three or, you know, and, and on, but because you did, I don't think there's a better way of doing it. That, like, like I said, in the very beginning, you know what I mean? It, it makes sense. Everything makes sense. The lore, there's a little questions with Davy Jones and the heart and, and kind of the swapping, like how the leader of the Dutchman happens. And, but really five ruined that, you know, more than three established, three established it. Five made oh, it more yeah. confusing with how the five room... really hurt yeah. our lore because the lore, there's also yeah. the compass. I was going to ask you about this. Um, oh my god, the compass! Yeah, we broke it. I heard broken. you cover it yeah. um, in 2017. I was watching your videos and I was just saying, like, I agree with this man because <laughs> how do you explain such a huge discrepancy when T. Uh, T. Dalma literally Calypso literally told him the compass you bartered from me. Right. So. We either have to believe that he got this compass, lost it, or traded it, and then got it back from <laughs> from Calypso. Like that, the way it was presented in five was this is him receiving his lightsaber, and he never lets it leave his side. Like Luke never lets it leave his side. For example, right. Right. it it just doesn't. That they really met, they really stomped on the lore with the curses and, yeah. and the, the compass. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, th well, three. I mean, like you said, three established all of it. Three is our three, in my opinion, is the biggest gold mine of lore data. You know that we have for pirates. One is very easy. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not much. It it keeps things vague, and I do think that's good for it, right? Even like how Jack. Why is Jack the way Jack is? And the answer is. Kind of, you know, just that he's crazy. He's been out in sea, which was Johnny's idea, right? We, we've heard him say that, that it was his idea to come up with. The sun rays have, like, melted his brain. Um, so it's very simplistic. And then two, it's like, okay, he does have a backstory, and he met this devil, and what's up with Davy Jones? How long has this been happening? Has this always happened? And then three is just, okay, now we get pirate lords, and we get all, I mean, it's just so big. And then five, weirdly enough, five goes more minimalist it goes backwards in terms of trying to keep things smaller and it, <laughs> and in doing so it ruins it all well i thought i understood how the curse of davy jones it's not even well is it a i don't remember the, the deleted scene where he's talking about the geish or whatever the the phrase is right but like it was pretty well established how it works in three and then in five it was like nah i don't i don't i think you're stretching it and you didn't need to stretch it you just wanted will back um you know, I think there's better ways. Of, I like Poseidon. The idea of Poseidon existing, that's fine. I think that's yeah. good. I think that should be what six is. Um, but besides Poseidon, the rest of five really hurt the established lore that was mainly started, I'd say, or the most of it we got was in three. Yeah, because three was when they made the decisions to tie in everything from one right. um, to three. So they wanted to say the reason that we, that Will made the sword, you know, it's... It, they wanted fate to be a huge part of the trilogy. Right. So, you know, fate is such a weird um, thing and it's very, 
coincidental because you know you the something that you do in your past can come back in in ripples like a like dropping rocks in a pond so when he made the sword it ended up in his heart you know <laughs> he made um he he trained in sword play and he ended up having to fight some of the most scary and yeah. skilled swordsmen on the seven seas and then so and that's just will we could talk about all the other characters and how one little thing they did in one ended up rippling into three but yeah five they just um they really wanted to find an excuse to do things and it really it's it's like it's almost like political correctness in a way because now yeah i can't say the word curse when i'm talking about pirates because i'm going to confuse people because i'm <laughs> some people are going to be like oh all the curses at sea try it you know, try it beside it and then other people are going to be like it's not a curse that's that's just it's a task given by calypso like she didn't curse him he cursed himself by not doing the task so the thing is if will's son had broke the trident i think that the only thing that should have happened to will is that he should have been given a clean slate for any souls that he failed to ferry right so the curse aspect of it is not doing the job but the job is still yours to do (laughs) Right. Which is probably why they had that that strange um, post credit scene with with him, um, yeah. Either either hallucinating or not hallucinating that Davy Jones was in his bedroom with his him and his wife, yeah. Um, in the middle of the night, so he he shouldn't have been able to leave the ship <laughs> it's not because the flying. way that... there is no farrier now of souls. It's like that's just a that's a part of the world. You need like that's somebody who exists. You can't stop that. And, and you know, I, I don't want to give it to him. I'm not going to give it to him. But if in yeah. six, you know, they established, okay, you know, you have to overlook the curse part. But he quit because the Trident allowed him to quit for some reason. But literally, you can't quit that life. So we have to bring Davy Jones, like, you know, Bill Nye back to, to do this. It's like, all right, I'll, I'll follow it. I'll see where you're going with it. But. Ultimately, even if we did get a six, I, I I don't know. There's no way you continue it from how you did with five. Maybe Davy Jones could still come back, but and Will could hopefully come back. But it, I, I don't think you could pick it up right after right after five if you did a six. I don't know. I I I, I wish every night <laughs> for a pirate six, <laughs> but this court case obviously is important, and and I don't. I really don't think it'll ever happen, and that's like one of the saddest things to admit out loud. Because I just, yeah. it's so sad that they ruined it. Amber ruined it. Disney ruined it uh, because they had something. And, and that's, again, what this discussion is. How special one through three, four for some people, you know, and then five was five was okay. I, I like five overall, but these movies are so special. Jack Sparrow is so special. And, and we leave it here. <laughs> we leave it after five. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm so happy he got the ending he did in five because if he didn't, Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. god! I would have rioted because he, yeah, he just never got that. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind the know. ending of. I think the ending of five is the ending of five is very much three. You know, it's it's as close as they probably could have gotten to three. Um, <laughs> yeah, frankly, I would splice. <laughs> I would splice the ending of five with three and just put it on to the end of either three or four. Like you know, yeah. probably the end of four. I would I would say he figured he he steals um, something from Barbosa that lets him. Uh, get his ship out and then he, he yeah. and Gibbs let the ship out and then they um, try to recruit a crew uh, yeah. you know something like that I just oh I, they're I all solid the three's ending three's ending is perfect I think yeah. in terms of you know 
he's going to keep going. That's what we expect from him. He's not going to stop. He's not going to retire. He's going to, and he's, you know, he stole, he stole the map from Barbosa. And it's like, he would do that. He would go searching. He's looking for another, and, and, and it really is a perfect kind of ending where you can very easily make a four. Maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't, but you could, you could very easily say, all right, well, what was on that map? You saw the hints, you saw the same exact symbols. They copied them. Right. So like you knew what the you know idea was a fountain of youth like thing. And I, mean, I guess Barbosa said it, right? And then, yeah. Uh, but you don't have to. You could just say, well, he is always searching for this stuff, and he's always going to be Jack Sparrow, and he's just floating away. You know, like he'll always be there. So you could have left it. And then four yeah. arguably is the same because he has an amazing that monologue at the end of four is, is perfect. Um, and it's larger than life. It's really four D, like you said. It's more talking to us about the character Jack Sparrow, not about you know him in that moment, really. So that was perfect. And, you, you know, he, he'll get the pearl and you don't necessarily need to see that. That's fine. And then five is, you know, five is fine. Five is probably my least favorite of the three endings, but it's okay. It's just, it also is like leading. And you knew, you know, they said this was the beginning, what they say, beginning of the end or whatever line they use. Remember in the promotion or like yeah. part one of a part two journey. So there was going to be a six and they knew that. And they said it out loud. And it was even in the, the trailers or TV spots. So like when he, so I guess what I'm saying is when he says that you know, at the end about the, you know, his beloved horizon it, in my mind, because I know every, because I know the behind the scenes, which is not the movie's fault. I'm thinking, well, he still is going to do another adventure and I, I need to see that adventure. You know what I mean? So it doesn't feel as final uh, weirdly, even though it's open three and four are open, it doesn't feel as final as it should have in five because of all the behind the scenes talk. And then you leave it there and it's like, well, but I knew he was going to go somewhere else. He was supposed to do one final thing. So what's that thing? Yeah. And Kaya Scotelario, she's under contract for a six one. So yeah, hopefully yeah, yeah. if they ever did bother, I, um, I honestly think they're waiting to see what happens in Virginia before they make a move because it seems to be what they're doing because they're not moving forward with the Margot Robbie one because they announced it. They got such a blowback and we haven't heard a peep since. And she keeps signing on to all these other projects. It doesn't look like she's actually planning on going through with that. I think that Disney, they all hung their phones up. And once they saw the feedback, you know, no Johnny, no pirates. And I think that they're just waiting to see. Uh, what and, happens. And there's more like we can kind of infer, right? There's more than one script for six, one with him, one without him. Kind of. Yeah. They're definitely not... playing with yeah. ideas. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, and that was year, that was like two plus years ago. You know, we got that kind of, I, I think that uh, it sounded like that was kind of set in stone where it does seem like there's a script with him in it and there's a script without him in it and they're leaning, you know, without him. But like you said, I mean, this would be, and I, I'm waiting because I just uh, it would be hilarious and it would be just the greatest thing ever. Like if he whether well, if he wins and they still don't do it or if they then make the Margot Robbie one uh, like you, there needs to be like inexcusable. A public, there needs to be a public execution for that. Like I don't under you know, what I mean, it's like, how do you Yeah, inexcusable? Nobody should see it. And I would argue the same thing if he loses, honestly, because it's proven now, you know, enough stuff. Where at best for Amber, they're equals. So at best, you look like hypocrites. At worst, you're despicable human beings, these Disney executives. So, you know, that's not, I guess that's not pulling any punches there, right? But, uh, you know, so. It's honest, though. You know, it's like they're, um, they're definitely, all they care about is their pocketbook and yeah. all they care about is their image. Which and is why they probably really... haven't done anything, like you said, the pocketbook yeah. is the first one, because if they, 
I don't know, but sometimes they make it kind of clear they don't care about their pocketbook with with certain decisions they make. So I, I yeah, it, all the woke it, stuff, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, with Mar- like with the, some Marvel stuff, Eternals has lost them money or maybe broke even, but like they're not making great decisions with Marvel. So it's like, yeah, you know, really that helps Pirate Six with Johnny because it's like you're gonna make money, you're gonna at least make money. That's at the at the least. At most, you're gonna like destroy it in in a good way. Um, but you know, even if you don't do Johnny and you do a Pirate Six without him. Or with our, you know, a spinoff with Margot or whatever. I want to see that because I, I like to see things burn, kind of like the Joker. So I, I want to see these things just go up in flames. Is it would just be the worst, even if the movie's good, which I would find hard to believe based off of uh, the Birds of Prey kind of connection with Margot's movie. Yeah. But you know, but even if it's good, it, it's it's unexcusable. He's or inexcusable in terms of, you know. Uh, it happening the idea of it happening and so i'd like to see it because i want to see a movie make a hundred million off a 250 million budget pirates of the caribbean gets destroyed justice for giant app i mean all that stuff would happen so go ahead try it yeah just look at warner brothers they decided that they didn't want him in yeah they're not going to break even it's it might not even hit 500 million worldwide people made an obvious they made a statement long ago and they said You've done this, so we're going to hit you in the pocketbook. And they said, you know what? We're going to go forward with Mads Mickelson of all people. (laughs) And we hit him in the pocketbook. Like, look at the difference in just a few months. Batman made a ton of money. It was successful. Everybody was loving it. But then, you know, you can't blame the pandemic for the failure of Fantastic Beasts 3. There's a, there's a lot got... of excuses you could. I mean, you have Ezra doing some just phenomenal things, and, and, <laughs> you know, and then you have Amber. Just yesterday, there was another one. Yeah. Yeah, yesterday, so that was fun. And then Amber is still an Aquaman two is going to be spectacular. I, I can't oh. wait to see that. But yeah, no, people have. I feel bad because you know I've covered I cover Hogwarts and stuff, and there's a lot of diehard wizarding people, and and, and they get kind of mad at me, you know, when I talk. And I don't want the movies to fail. I don't want the you know this the thing that fantastic piece is this wizarding world. I mean, that, that's special to people in the same way pirates is special to others or, or whatever. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but sometimes when you have to stand on principle, they have to, yeah, they have to pay, they have to pay for yeah. it. Somehow you, you don't get to get away. And it's not just Johnny at this point right now. Ezra's like daily yeah. attacking people. So it's like you, like these people deserve punishment. Ezra deserves punishment. Warner bros deserves punishment. And if that punishment comes in the way yeah, does it suck that we won't see that four or five of Fantastic Beasts and, and Grindelwald and Dumbledore fighting, which is supposed to happen in five, that epic fight? Well, yeah, but I would want it as Johnny Depp that because it was supposed to be that. So, yeah, you, know, you, you have to he was specifically or, cast. Yeah, it was, yeah. And, I don't know. And I, uh, JK obviously has her own stuff and, and she stood with him as long as she could. And then she had to even let him go. So, I, these people, I hope they feel, I said this on Twitter actually right before we got on. I hope these executives, you know, they're watching. Right. Jerry Bruckheimer, mm-hmm. I'm sure, is watching Disney executives, higher ups. They're all watching. I hope they hate themselves right now. Hate themselves. Um, yeah. D- Disney she, for Pirates, yeah. you know, Warner Bros for, for Fantastic Beasts and Aquaman. All these people, but specifically, you know, because we're talking about Pirates, any Disney exec, you know, that pulled. Pi- we, we know that. I don't know how good the proof is going to be of, of definitively, but. If there was an executive that once promised him a six and then took that away, I, I hope that person really hates themselves right now. Yeah, I hope their their cereal is full of um, <laughs> bird droppings because you you don't do that. That's that's sacrilegious. That's wrong, yeah. and um, it's it's not his fault honestly because what 
what happened was he didn't even say or do anything. Yeah. It was it was articles written about him by someone else. So it's like he didn't even, um, you know, the media likes to say he drags Disney into the cake. No, she did. <laughs> She's trying to call on Disney to say you fired him because he was late. And he's like, no, I worked with Disney for like 20, 30 years before <laughs> you came along. I actually had a good relationship with them before you cut off my finger. <laughs> and I, you know, had problems on the set of five because of you. He's like, so I actually had a great relationship until you started lying about me in the press. And then. You know, once the press goes around and then the studios get scared because they think, oh, crap, uh, what if people see our product in this light? Because that's how they see these people as products. And it's right. It's crazy. What, and that's what happened to JK. She got thrown under the bus. Uh, they hide her in all of the promotions. They hide her on the red carpets because they're scared of the of the lobby of minority, you know, the, the small minority of angry voices against her. Like they. Yeah. They're scared of those. Of but the, the Johnny stuff the never made sense to me in terms of, uh, you know, we we know these people don't have the greatest morals just in general, like, the, you know, very, very wishwashy. And and the public opinion has always been on his side. You know, the 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 articles and stuff has always been on hers. But people have always, I think, supported him. And it's just gotten louder, just gotten louder and bigger recently. Yeah. So, uh, you don't spend 30, 40 years in an industry being. Um, well, it's just as, I mean, when it started, you know, and they're firing him, it's like there's nobody congratulating you, right? Like you think when yeah. they're doing it, they're playing off to you know these ten thousand people on Twitter, the same like the same group. It's more, you know, let's let's say like one or two million that use Twitter. They're the only people that use Twitter, and, and you're and you're you know they're congratulating you. That didn't even happen for him. <laughs> you know, you yeah. didn't you didn't even get oh yeah you got rid of the abuser. It's like no immediately it was a justice for Johnny movement. So it's like it everybody was scratching their heads because yeah. they were like, this does, this does not add up. You, you know, you claim this, but we have this disproving it. So then that's we, announcing then a just... six, announcing a pirate six with him would blow up the internet and the amount of people upset about it. I don't even know if they would exist to be honest. Like how many Amber, yeah. how many Amber bot accounts exist? Those are the only people I really literally think, just a few. Yeah. Like that's and it. I, really some of them would probably people. hurt. There, I, I just don't see, you know, we can say that for Marvel and DC, like, you know, there's contingent, there's like groups of people that are, that are maybe bigger than sometimes we give them credit for. Like we say they're so small, maybe there's a little bit more than we think, but specifically for Amber Heard, I really, if they announced a six, a pirate six with Johnny, I really don't see, online who is getting upset about that I, I don't i don't understand yeah no there's an enormous following at this point like it's spread everywhere too like even tiktok you're getting yeah. like five oh, million yeah likes. my wife watches tiktok and they're doing summaries and these are people that they're female they're all females actually the ones doing uh summaries and yeah TikToks, all females all support young young i'm not talking 60 year olds right they're young girls 20 30s recapping the day siding 110 percent with him it's uh, and people not on the internet. I've said like my mom, my mom's sixty. She doesn't do this stuff, uh, but she's a diehard Johnny Depp person. You know, she, she's always supported him, so it's bigger than the internet. It, it's not going to work. It's not gonna, anything against him is not going to work. So uh, try it again. I, I would say try it, but hopefully they don't try it, and hopefully they actually make a six. Like I, said, I, I appreciate your optimism. I don't share it, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I based on the contracts and based on the fact that not even. A script has been submitted. I think true, that true, they're true. they're definitely sitting on. Yeah, they are. They want to do at least one but more. Are they with... sitting on it because? Are they sitting on it because they're worried that when they announce it without him, 
they're gonna, but I guess you could argue, right? So maybe they'll change it, but you know what I mean? So it's like, they're waiting for the trial, maybe waiting a little bit longer, submitting it. And it's the version without him. Um, and they're just going to kind of take that hit, but they're almost afraid. It's like a Hogwarts legacy. They're afraid to take the hit, but they know the hits coming. So eventually they'll announce it and show, you know what I mean? So something like that would be the devil's advocate. Um, yeah. Uh, but you better get that's glory. It'll be glorious because they'll announce it. Imagine the day that discussing film on Twitter, you know, announces uh, Pirate Six, you know, the script de- deadline reports, variety reports, no Johnny Depp, but it's official. Pirate Six is going to be filming uh, next year or this this October. Like, imagine that day. It's going to be horrible, horrible for them. Yeah. So. And I think they know that. They saw all of the feedback um, when they tried to announce the um, the other one. Yeah, Mar- with yeah. the Deadpool writers and everything, so they they just you know they've they've skipped over so many creatives. They've had so many people come in, to try to do something, and then eventually leave, like the Deadpool writers. And yeah, um, one of the two directors of the fifth one isn't interested in being involved, so only one of them is going to be directing it if it's done. Right. And they've they've talked to other directors, and it just you know I'm not surprised that <laughs> it's such a weird process, and I'm not surprised either that Margot's wasn't it wasn't officially announced by Disney and that's, that's telling it was announced yeah, it, by leakers. So yeah, and, and I'm not her, surprised. It's like produ- that, and it's like a production company she has too. Yeah. So yeah. they, they definitely told her like, Oh, we're interested in developing that. And then she told everybody <laughs> and everybody was like, no. So I think then they saw that and they were like, um, yeah, let's, 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 uh, let's get back to that. Uh, at some point. Um, yeah. yeah. And then they, they really have just stalled. Well, it sucks and though, it's so I strange. like her, and I kind of want her in a Pirates. Like I have no problem, you know, with her being in. If she if she wants to be a co lead of six with Johnny, fine, that'd be cool actually. So I wouldn't yeah. mind that at all. Um, as long as she doesn't bring her, you know, I'm yeah. the first female of Pirates on because she just <laughs> she missed the mark. So that was so tone deaf because there's not just Elizabeth. There's tons of them. Yeah, you know, there's there's tons of, and I cannot believe she said that because. It's the franchise with the most, you know, the the biggest major franchise with the best uh, female leads in it. Like yeah. Star Wars didn't come close to to what they achieved. No. And no. Um, Lord of the Rings was relatively close. They had Galadriel. They had um. They had Aragorn's yeah. uh, elvish wife. Like they had some, and they had the woman Eowyn from Rohan. She was the the daughter of the king Rohan. They, they had some, but it wasn't quite as good. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. They... Elizabeth was so, and you go down the list of, like you said, and we're missing ones in one and two. You got Tia Dama, you got uh, Karina in five. I mean, there's just so many, so Anna many Maria. of them. I, I I I was shocked. I was shocked when, when she said that. I, I made yeah. a video on it, so it was fine. <laughs> but I loved that video. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I wanna, I wanna see it. It just, it sucks. Pirates three was the best one to me and uh, they've never reached it. I don't think it's fair that, to expect them to ever reach it again, I, I'd argue, but um, just such a special... I mean, there's a reason why people are like the way I guess we are, right? Why we debate four and fives, you know, positives and negatives, and why we want a six, and why we feel so... Why we feel so hurt, basically, about, like, a comment like that from Argo Robbie. It's like, you don't understand the franchise, and we do. And, yeah, it's and clear she, she never watched the third one. Very yeah, clear. Now, very clear uh, or even five even the most recent one with, yeah. with her literally uh you know that, that that dynamic was five without 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 those two there literally was not a five so uh yeah she must not have she must have skipped around she probably watched one because one 
is Elizabeth in the most uh, lady damsel in distress like, right? That's the- and then she ends up going and saving Will. It's like yeah. <laughs> even the even the damsel in distress flips kill, it on its head by the end and kills the yeah. So yeah, she literally Ugh. does everything that you would, you know, ever could expect somebody to do. So yeah. And what did you think about that Pirates of the Caribbean online game? Did you ever play the massive I, multiplayer thing? I came in, I think, right at the end. So I don't think I and in my growing up we didn't have like strong computers or anything uh, i even tried to convince my dad to do let me do i was gonna pay him to do world of warcraft and he wouldn't let me do it <laughs> um but no i played like toontown and uh club penguin and stuff like that but no, i i heard about it like i know about the game and uh you know i've pitched the idea before on the channel to do a uh pirates rpg an open world rpg i think would be not sea of thieves sea of thieves serves its purpose skull and bones will serve its purpose i think i, I don't uh, i'm if excited it ever comes skull. out yeah yeah and I, th- I think it'll honestly come out this fall which will be freaking insane because we talked about it when five came out <laughs> you know five yeah five years ago uh tyler and i right where we were like oh my god this lines up perfectly pirates is back five is out six will be out this this pirate game is going to be out. We thought we hit the jackpot, and little did we know <laughs> that uh, literally everything would fall. But no, um, yeah. So I, I would want that. I think. Uh, I mean, my God, imagine a Witcher game, Witcher three, but imagine that being a pirates, you know, setting. I mean, come on, what do I have to do? Yeah, I'm I'm desperate for just something, you know, just <laughs> just give me just give me an RPG because then I can live in this world constantly. Yeah, without having to worry about all the the ridiculous stuff that <laughs> they're doing, so I would I would love it because it's right there. You know, it's it's right there for somebody, and I don't know. Do I need to open a, a studio of my own in order in order to get this thing going? Maybe it's eventually. free money, man. I know. I, I yeah. I, somebody somebody should take that offer up. And as I trust me, I well, there, there's a friend of mine that made a, a game. I, I made it on the channel. It was an indie game, so I was kind of joking with him. But every any time I get the opportunity, I suggest to people make a pirates game so one day i'll talk to the right person i guess yeah someday you'll hit the guy and <laughs> he'll be like oh oh yeah i mean you know we're making there's 50 just, million there, star see, wars there's a games. lot with with johnny is the issue you know i the guy who plays jack in kingdom hearts and in sea of thieves or uh yeah sea of thieves the pirates yeah. expansion i talked to him and and i was gonna have him on to interview and basically he got scared off from the stuff uh, that he's not allowed to say almost anything. Um, and Disney's, oh, very, yeah. Disney's very strict with the, you know, questions and answers and stuff. So he thanked me and, you know, he said he wanted to, but he couldn't. And uh, so that was a fun behind the scenes story that happened last June. Or when it happened, I, I, I messaged him. So um, th- I think there's a lot of stuff we don't even fully know, you know what I mean? In terms of what they're allowed to say and not allowed. And they walk on eggshells, basically a lot of these people. Yeah, I don't blame that guy at all. He did a great job with Sea yeah, of Thieves. I like him. Um, it was beautiful to see that stuff again in a video game. I'm not very good at Sea of Thieves, but <laughs> no, me neither. <laughs> I, I tried a little bit of it, but I, I just oh, I wish that I wish that they had done Pirates in a different arena. But um, yeah, it was it's not his fault at all. I don't blame that guy one bit. He yeah, he he did his job, and um, he gave us something that you know. Even if they wanted Johnny for that stuff, I mean, he was he was busy at the time anyway. He had yeah. a lot going on, so it's like, yeah, I, I get it. It's not it's not even this guy's fault, but yeah. um, he he did a good, he did an admirable job <laughs> as an interim. Yeah, I liked him in Kingdom Hearts. I think he did Kingdom Hearts two, and then I thought the guy for three was different because it was better. It was a lot better version of Jack in Kingdom Hearts three than two, but it was the same guy. And so I think he just got better over time. Uh, 
Yeah, the third one was so fun. Oh, yeah. It's literally at World's End. I mean, speaking of that, it's literally at World's End, which is um, so good. And, and Nomura has always said this, the Tetsuo Nomura, the director, um, that's his, I believe, favorite Pirates movie. And Pirates is one of his favorite franchises as well. And uh, or his fav- that three is his favorite Pirates of the Caribbean film of the five. And that uh, Pirates is a very good, uh, you know, it's a franchise he loves. So he he wanted that in there. And uh, they did it honestly perfect. <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah, they nailed it. I saw the cutscenes. I was like, yeah, the cutscenes are enough. The cut, I mean, the cutscenes, everything you need to the lighting, the, you know, Davy Jones locker, the fight, the fighting at the end. I saw a picture. There's a picture of, you know, the stabbing of his heart with, with Jack next to Will and Elizabeth. I saw a picture from far away. Okay. My eyesight is going, but I thought it was the movie and it was the game. And I saw it. Amazing. This was a week because I was looking for pictures for thumbnails. So I saw that picture like a week ago and it was the, the game. I thought it was the movie. And I was like, Oh my God. Yeah, it's a love letter in that case. Yeah, oh yeah, he he loves it. So that I would I would consider that a love letter too. And that shows Johnny's and Jack Sparrow's staying power. Why are you putting him in Sea of Thieves literally last June? If um, you know, you want this character dead and buried. That's another thing. Very conflicting kind of thoughts about that. It. It's like they want Jack because they know Jack sells, but you can't have John, or they they think you can't have Johnny. So they try to have it both ways. Doesn't exactly work. Yeah, not at all. I mean, we all were all excited for anything that he would do and anything that he would be in, and their sky their their downloads skyrocketed. Oh, yeah, it was the top. Like they were, it was a top selling game all through June and July, and it was a Game Pass game, and people were still buying the game anyway. So it just, uh, oh, oh my god! I mean, it sold so well, and you know, we support the. I mean, it's not him doing the voice, but we understand the power of jack and all that stuff but it's eventually will catch up to them if they try to pull this in the movie see i would think it's the most in 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 uh what's the word insulting it would be the most insulting thing in the world if you did make a movie without him but you mentioned his name if they have the, oh. the guts you know if they have the guts i i would maybe give them credit because of how stupid it is but you know in in margo's or whatever if they did it without him they made it very clear they're done and you mentioned jack sparrow in that film oh my god yeah, because he was mentioned heavily throughout five by characters that yeah. weren't even that didn't even know him. Right. So yeah, if they tried to pull that crap, man. Or five out, when ooh. he wasn't in it was still kind of his legacy and people knowing who he was, which is fine when he's in the movie, you know. And yeah. You have yeah. a whole movie of them talking about him, and we know the behind the scenes. So, like you shunned him, you kicked him out of your castle, you didn't bring him back, and then you have the guts to talk about him as if he's like a friendly face in this franchise f you you know what i mean it's like that kind of stuff they used him so heavily in the marketing for five as well which is over a year after the the crazy accusations right um so they obviously didn't have qualms about associating with them post um ex-wife craziness so i don't understand why they suddenly do now just because he's doing what any any self-respecting person should do, which is <laughs> sue someone who lies about you. So like, because the biggest thing is his kids. Yeah. So like your kids don't, nobody's kids deserve to well, be. Disney loves kids. We you know? know that. Yeah. They, they don't deserve to have that kind of thing said about their father if it's not true. So it's yeah. like, you know, I, I'm shocked that they ever did stop really associating with him or developing six actively with him as a writer because he was fine in 2017. Nothing changed between then and now. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, all, it's very yeah, strange. All the stuff was before it. Yep. They don't. 
they don't care, but they certainly love your children. That's for, that's for sure. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a whole other episode <laughs> <laughs> about the ones that got fired for uh, everything they were doing at Disney and they exposed for different reasons. And, <laughs> uh, it's and now great, this it's a great company. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. They they never do anything wrong. To children. <laughs> yeah, they, they're the moral high ground. Johnny is the devil. Amber is just this. Uh, she can't do any wrong. And and Disney are like our saviors. Uh, they really people are waking up. People are waking up, and that's what this movement is about. And, and again, you go back to the movies. Why? Why does he have justice for Giant Up? He is just you know, without pirates, I don't think it would be nearly as big of a deal, or he wouldn't be the kind of. Well, he admitted that, right? Pirates is what changed his life. So yeah, he, pirates, he had to get the security and everything. The, yeah, yeah, he's not the mega star he is now. If he does, if he you know didn't do pirates, so that stuff touched people. I mean, it, it did. I supported him off the you know the starting line because I love Jack, right? And I love the movies. And then you then you realize he's a human being, and you know he's a person, and and all that stuff. And and you know that kind of the stuff with his case is not even a biasness towards Jack Sparrow. Now it's like him as a human being, but. You know, there's a reason why people are paying attention. We're not, you know, it's, it's stupid to kind of dance around that. Like a lot of people care because he's their childhood. He was Edward Scissorhands or he was this or that. You know what I mean? So, and it's also so rare to see such a public dramatic case yeah. have such one sided evidence. Like you can <laughs> see so clearly how many legal teams she's fired and, oh, and uh, didn't, the want floundering. didn't want it in, in, in the court. You know, yeah, start, the, the, you never wanted to get this far. And now they're going like to do they're just as good floundering. as they can. Yeah. They're just, they, they have no case, and it's so obvious that they have no case. Yeah, they're so just going like... to have a couple people say it happened. It'll be her and two others, and, and they can all get their stories straight, obviously, because they can just talk to each other, and uh, that's the only proof you have. You don't have anything else. So, And God, Virginia I... apparently has incredibly strict hearsay laws. Like I'm, I've, I've been watching the trial. I see so many objections over oh hearsay. Like, yeah. uh, she told me this. Oh, that's hearsay. <laughs> so now I'm thinking her whole case is is done because her entire case was Rocky and Josh and Io were yeah. told by me that I was being, you know, the medical professional saw no injuries. I didn't report any injuries, and here are pictures of me after I said that I was beaten and slammed into a fridge and cut and slammed through a table and shot 50 times and then <laughs> burned by fire and like uh, glass like and shot with a cannon. Here's pictures of me the very next, you know, hour a day with no injuries. And I'm like, it's just your whole case is gone now because Virginia is very strict about hearsay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I, I just hope that they do the right thing. I hope I that they I'm, I'm hoping review everything. That they, I don't know, I two jurors have already gone sick. I'm really, really hoping that um, Murdoch and Musk are completely uninvolved in any of these events. <laughs> I hope they just they just shut up, sit on the sidelines because Murdoch definitely had a hand in the UK one. Yeah, um, that that judge had a son who was on a board of Murdoch's um, media companies. I'm like, it's just too many conflicts of interest. So hopefully the jury remains pure and level headed, and they just. They, they they look at all the evidence that we've seen because they'll they'll come to the same conclusion. It's self evident. Right. Yeah, there's no. I mean, we're all seeing it. The the public, hundreds of thousands of people are seeing whether he wins or loses. They're hearing him today, yesterday, you know, or whenever this video goes up or this podcast, right? I mean, the, you're hearing yeah. him talk, and and you know, you could say he's lying, but he's speaking. What's the he's speaking his truth? That's what he's doing. <laughs> and yeah, you know, and the evidence is self evident. So it's just um, it's just a matter of. 
staying focused if, you know if you're if you're in that room and you have to deliberate on this just stay focused on what it's about what yeah. the article was about what she said and everything you know just ignore the craziness ignore the hyperbole and he's just got away with words man i mean if you heard him talk he's just, <laughs> he he tells stories that you don't understand how anybody can can finish them or like circle back around and he does it like he'll just tell these random 10 minute long stories doesn't really feel like he knows where he's going and yet he <laughs> he makes it work and it's and it, then he connects it yeah because yeah, he, he wants to give it's, everyone the backstory he, He's a legitimate of, guy to me. Yeah. You know, he's he's said stuff in the past I don't like. You know, he's gone, he uh he's done stuff, but you know, in terms of him being, I think, just a genuine person who also has made mistakes and it has things happened to him, many things happened to him. I believe him. I believe he's made mistakes, I believe he's not perfect. Um, but it's not really about that. Pirates, John, you know, Jack Sparrow going like a six movie. It's not about that stuff. It's about really again doing what's right. It's not. It was yeah. not right to fire him. It wasn't. Or then you better be firing her. And I'm not really a big fan of cancel college, unless of course she deserves it. Which let's be honest, it seems like only one of them should be thrown in jail at this moment. Uh, so I don't yeah, know. if Har- if Harvey Weinstein got ostracized, I think she should because she's almost had the same pattern of insanity as he has. Like she's <laughs> abused men and women. Yeah, and she's lied to multiple countries' governments about very serious matters you know like biosecurity laws when she was lying to the australian government about smuggling the dogs and she threatened people's careers um like private assistance she's just she used children too she grabbed kate james's child for a paparazzi shoot to make it look like she was a a motherly figure and i'm like it's just yeah people like that people that psychotic and who won't admit to a lie and just build more and more they just need to be locked away (laughs) it's it's not safe she shouldn't be around you know children or other people and it's just it's sad that she'll probably get a slap on the wrist if she does lose or whatever she'll she'll have to pay him obviously but um she's probably gonna get a slap on the wrist and he discovered she's not paying her own legal fees so whoever's paying her legal fees will probably just pay the fine (laughs) true so it's it is what it is but it's it's so separate and this industry needs to start learning how to separate um, the tabloids from professionalism because if they were professional he would have stayed on his projects because his word should matter just as much if not more than hers yeah when yeah. when he says i didn't do any of that you know you're you're innocent until proven guilty it's yeah. not supposed to be the other way around 100%. so when he says i didn't do any of that it's insane that he's had to spill his entire life out with all this evidence just to prove it. It's it's crazy yeah, to me. She, she needs to, pr- yeah. That's yeah. That's, the that's burden the of proof is on her, and she has none. Yep, we're seeing that in in life nowadays. The whole guilty now it's guilty until proven innocent. Uh, yeah, you, it's the cancel you don't, culture. You don't, you don't have to do that. You're supposed to prove the other person. You know, you're the the, the attacker. Amber is supposed to prove that Johnny did that stuff and proof is not words. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I said, he said it, it, you have to show evidence. And until you do that, exactly what you said, his word means exactly. I mean, to be fair, right. It, it, exactly the same as hers. If we're all equal, yeah. everybody's equal in this world. Uh, if they want to believe that, obviously they don't, but if they did believe it, then yeah, her word, she makes a big deal out of it. He says, Nope, didn't do it. All right. Well, we're going to put this aside. And if she ever proves it, well, now we're going to have an issue, but, you know. Yeah, now we can talk to him about, you know, like, yeah. did you, did this happen, whatever. And then, yeah, like Harvey, for example, he was a hidden secret. Like he, every, he was an open secret. 
But they (laughs) went to women went to him because they wanted the Oscar. They didn't care what he did to them. Like, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, corrupt, and they they all they. I mean, Ricky Gervais is awesome, right? He called it out, and they're they're literally friends with Jeffrey Epstein. They're friends with Harvey. You know, these people are just all pretend, and it's good to see somebody because I do not believe genuinely in my heart. I don't believe Johnny Depp is pretend. You know, I don't believe he's. Uh, you know, some of this, I'm sure he believes the same kind of things that, that they believe in terms of like, pol- you know, political standings. But overall, I, I do generally believe he's his own person and he's, yeah. you know, he and, was poor. He came out of Kentucky poor and beaten by his mother. Like he, he was yeah. not born. He never wanted any of this. And he, you know, he's a introverted person and, you know, just, he wants to be a rock, you know, he wants to play music and he ended yeah. up acting and all that stuff. So yeah, I, I, I do. I, I believe Hollywood is corrupt to the core. I believe Hollywood needs to burn to the ground, to be honest, uh, and Amber and, and Harvey and all these people with it. But, yeah, uh, I, you know, if you want to throw Johnny in there, as an, uh, you know, in terms of the Hollywood machine, I guess. But I do believe he is an individual, unlike so many of them. So it's good to hear. Yeah, it. Keanu Reeves is another here. example. Yeah. Like he, he always does the same kind of thing. He tries to be kind to people treat everyone else with respect and he he uses his his wealth to like help people on set like he helps the little people that the studio ignores and that the divas ignore so right it's like there are some good people <laughs> there are a couple good men in this industry <laughs> so, uh there are few and far between but there's a few and you know it just and what do we do with them we kick them out that's what we yeah do. if they have the wrong skin color and the wrong gender then they're <laughs> lumped in as part of a power structure that they don't participate in like (laughs) the only people really supporting her call him like a you know an evil white patriarchal male and uh, he's using male privilege to to batter her in the legal system and i'm like what he's just a dude like he's just a a dude who used to be poor who got lied about why isn't it just in uh i mean how do you listen to i know it happened literally right before we went on but how do you listen to his story about the finger he told that story you know today and I watched it. Like he, t- he he got up, he like set the scene, <laughs> and he told the story about his finger. How do you watch that and and and, and believe her? You know what I mean? It's like it's insane. You think somebody came up with that on the fly? You know what I mean? It's like no, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, right, it has been years. You could, I'm sure, fabricate a story, and I'm sure we'll see that with her. I'm sure, I'm sure she'll tell a nice story. But you know what I mean? It's like how do you watch? And then you see the they showed the picture of his finger, which was exactly it was it was all backed up by the by the medical evidence. And then there's the recording with Doctor Kipper and Nurse Nurse Debbie Lloyd looking through the wreckage for to find his fingertip because it was it was cut when the vodka bottle was thrown, but there were a bunch of other bottles thrown, so they were trying to find his fingertip under which one that hit him. Yeah, you know, so it's just like it's all backed up by this the evidence of the time. And so, yeah, she can go five, six years later and say and keep changing her story. Like she she claims that there's a fridge in one of her stories in Australia that wasn't even created until a couple years after she was there. So she claimed that 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 model of a Smeg fridge was in the Australia incident and her head was slammed inside of it. (laughs) And we're like, it wasn't even created yet. So a time traveling refrigerator went back there and slammed her head into it. Okay. Like, he must be so powerful to summon fridges from the future just to hit your head. Like, oh. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So, you know, it's just, I, I'm looking forward to the end of it. It's going to be a long four weeks. Um, but yeah. I think once she gets on the stand, it's over because all of her witnesses can be impeached because hearsay and 
her stories are insane and ever changing <laughs> and they don't line up with the physical evidence that we've gotten. So I'm just, yeah. I'm looking forward to the end of it. And hopefully, you know, if there ever is an announcement, we can, we can join back up and oh, talk yeah. about where I mean, six we, uh, would go. There's, there's parties that need to be thrown. You know, Yes. <laughs> yes. We, it's like the end of Phantom Menace. We'll all just start like, <laughs> partying on your channel, partying on here, partying <laughs> everywhere, Twitter. Yeah. It was, it'll be fun. So yeah. Yeah, I really, really hope that things just finally can write themselves and we finally get a little bit of justice at the end of this, I this nightmare. So, I hope so. But yeah, back to the thing though. I mean, I just I want to thank you so much for yeah. for talking Pirates Three because it's it, it's always been you know my favorite movie as well. After Princess Bride, um, <laughs> once I saw this, it became my number one. Was uh, Pirates. So it's always great to talk about it and yeah. relive it. And it's yeah. so cool to find someone else who not only had the same experiences but also was able to you know build a whole channel. Um, celebrating the things that you love so do i you love feel comfortable sa- do, you, do you feel comfortable saying how old are you are you are we the yeah same? yeah yeah. that was i was so when three came out i was i was eight i'm 23 now oh, you're 24, younger than me. 24 in july so i'm, I'm pretty wow. close but yeah a couple of years but um did you say you understood it the first time should i be embarrassed that hell no hell no oh <laughs> no i had to watch the first one on dvr i was six when i saw the first one i had to watch that oh, one a bunch God. of times um, I didn't get number three until I watched it on DVD a few times because I had to be, um, I had to really piece together the deals made through the whole thing. Yeah, I the, started the deals realizing, are the, yeah, the deals are the thing. You have to just follow. You know who's talking. What are they talking? You know what are the deals they're making? Do the deals change at any point? Once you, that's the only. Yeah. That is the only confusing thing. It really is. But it happens so much with so many characters that it becomes hard to follow. But that could have been because we were eight and 10, you know, one, if you're like 15, 16, or if you're now first time watching, you may be able to get it on the first go, honestly. Oh yeah. You, you'll watch the, you'll watch the dice scene from two and you'll understand perfectly. I had to watch it twice as a kid to understand all the rules. And then oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. mind blowing moment for me was in number three was when, um, Will was sent to the brig after they escaped the East India training company ship, uh, the endeavor. Mm-hmm. And then he broke out and he was trying to leave a trail behind. For oh, Becky yeah. Yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> when Jack talked to him in that one and they made that pact yeah. of who was going to kill Jones and stuff. That's when I started to understand like, oh, OK, so yeah. Jack's really just playing everybody. He's right. trying to tell Will that he'll do it. He's trying to tell, you know, Beckett something else just to get him off his back. He's trying to tell Barbosa something else just to get Barbosa satisfied. But really right. what he wants to do is he's really leaning towards. Uh, taking Jones's place, and then, but then Will kind of tells him like, "It's not going to end well for you." <laughs> I think that's when I finally started seeing the dominoes fall, and I right. kind of, and then Elizabeth too. She she was fighting with Will, so then she had that scene where she told James to come with her, and mm-hmm. she, it seemed like she was leaning on rekindling their romance and dumping Will, yeah, I, so, oh so that he yeah, can go save his dad. Part, yeah, there's subplots of that of of romance, and yeah, that, that was a super good one, and Jack. Jack is smarter than, you know, that's why I love three. And that's why, again, the critics who didn't like, like he's so smart in three. He's the smartest version of himself. Uh, and he's yeah. the stupidest version of himself in five. That's why I don't mm-hmm. like him, the, you know, the most. So, yeah, I mean, all those deal. Once you understand that, it's like, I don't get how you don't like this movie. This is the best version. Uh, yeah, it's biased, but it's the best version of Jack. It's the Amadeus of um, pirates movies. It's just, it's just the masterpiece. It's beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I was. Um, it's been, it's been a great ride, honestly. And 
uh, hopefully we'll we'll be able to get to her to the other end of this at some point and you know i just thank you for your time and thanks for coming out to talk about it it was it's so fun, so much fun to always uh, go back over it yeah thanks for thanks for having me and thanks for uh, putting up with me for an hour and a half <laughs> and uh yeah hopefully... it, it breezed by for me <laughs> and hopefully we uh like you said i i, I hope there's more to this pirates three doesn't have to be you know the last like joyous thing you know i'm four and five but you know we can have one more of these we can we really can and and hoping here's hoping yeah i just want one more that's kind of like either dead man's chest or stranger tides if they can't hit the pinnacle of three at least i just want another two or four yeah because six could be way better than five so <laughs> hoping for that and um but yeah i mean um yeah go ahead and plug your channel like i want people to to check your videos out too again because they they got me through a lot yeah. of these topics, especially with Harry Potter too, not just pirates. <laughs> yeah. So podcast now is the, the main, and I make too many videos on it. And, uh, I talk about, you know, we did pirates. Uh, I mean, I, I still want to do pirates. Obviously it's kind of hard at this point because of the Johnny stuff and, and doing all those ideas back then kind of ran out of them. But, um, you know, I've done pirates to do pretty much anything that interests me at least a little bit. Uh, I've covered the Margo one and anytime any new, even the ones I'm not going to see them, you know, if they announce a Margo one and it comes out in theaters, I will never pay for that with my, yeah. with my own money or, or really anybody's money. So, but I will cover it. So I, I'm more than willing to cover it and to be fair where it's necessary, but also bash it uh, as often as humanly possible, which I will. And uh, so, yeah, so podcast now on YouTube and you know, I got a Twitter and all that stuff, but you can find everything from, from the main channel. Yeah, check them out, guys. It's um, it's a really fun channel. I enjoyed it a lot. He makes great stuff, and um, Hogwarts Le Legacy, especially. He's he's doing the best coverage on there that I've Thank seen. You. So, if you guys want to know about that, um, I'm definitely gonna play that game. You know, <laughs> screw the people who say I'm not allowed to enjoy it just because of the author. <laughs> I will love this game. It looks so much fun. So, Agreed. yeah, check him out for all that. Thank you. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we we actually have more to talk about with pirates in the future. But yeah, I do understand it's it's dead water right now. They're they're just sitting on it. They're not announcing anything, and they're writing out this this case and they're writing out COVID. So we'll just we'll see what happens. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's all you can. You know, it's it's fun to talk about the mysteries of Margos and the the Pirate Six and the, those scripts. But you know, because there's just been so little movement on anything. Yeah, it's, it, it feels very obvious they're waiting at least <laughs> at least four more weeks, and then we'll see what happens in you know June, July, August. Yeah, and I mean, the big, biggest thing I'm probably going to do is uh, I'm going to go back and find all the Young Jack Sparrow books and read those pretty soon just so I have something to do because <laughs> I, I'm kind of missing the series. Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing too. it. Me too.